hello, hello, Helping Home Marriages family. Hey guys. We are here, Seth and Damia Roth, once again inviting you into our journey of a healthy and whole marriage, but marriage period, and hoping that whatever we say during this podcast will be encouraging or enlightening to you on your marital journey. We look forward to sharing more with you all. If you are new to this podcast and new to who we are, please visit our website at www.healthyandwholemarriages.com. But not only that, we are going to invite you into this podcast the way that we do everything else, and that is with prayer. Father God, we thank you. We praise and bless your name. We appreciate you for this opportunity to come before your presence. Thank you for this time together as we just look to empower couples around the world. I ask that you bless us tonight and that you will strengthen us and give us your grace. And God, we just thank you for life, health, and strength. Uh, we thank you for every couple that's represented. God, we ask that you will, you will work in their relationship. Help them. So they can be the light that you've called them to be. In Jesus' name, thank God, amen. Amen. Let me just go ahead and, I guess, address the elephant in the room. You may have heard us mention night tonight or something of that nature. If you've been listening along on our new podcast journey, if you will. Um, And that's primarily because we are a married couple of 15 years next, this week actually, But more specifically, we have two children, and it's better for us to attempt to get the best out of um, this podcast or any of the episodes by waiting until they're asleep. So it may or may not be nighttime for you, but it is night enough for us to where we are in a position to hopefully have an uninterrupted episode with you all. Again, we are Seth and Damia Roth, the couple behind Healthy and Whole Marriage Conferences Incorporated, where we hope to encourage each and every married couple to have a healthy and whole marriage, thereby creating healthy and whole family and cultivating a healthy and whole community. Again, visit us at www.healthyandwholemarriages.com where you will learn more about who we are and what we do, such as our upcoming Healthy and Whole Marriage Conference in person in Atlanta, Georgia. You can register by visiting that website. So we hope we get a chance to meet many of you all. Tonight's topic, today's topic, the afternoon topic for this particular podcast is friends. And this ought to be an interesting topic. Um, do you want to start or? Sure. Um, I want to welcome you in the scripture tonight from Proverbs 18 and 24. It says a man that hath friends must show himself friendly. And there is a friend that stick it closer than a brother. Of course, this, um, scripture reference Christ as being a wonderful friend to us and uh, we can always call upon him, but I also feel that being friends in any relationship is paramount in order for the relationship to be 
as successful as it can be. And I would like to say that we started as friends. We didn't really know each other. However, Demi needed a prom date. And um, her mom thought I was very attractive and chose me. So That sounds odd. Um, I'm happy that she did, but we started just by having genuine, authentic conversations. I love that word, authentic. Uh, Authentic conversations, and uh, we developed a friendship first before we really jumped into dating. Uh, Tammy was one to have her priorities in the right place and knew what she wanted to do in life, and I was one to kind of figured out along the way in college and get to four years of college and decide I want to do something else and all this type of stuff. But it created the friendship, created a, or it, it created a comfort level, I should say, within me to just share with uh, her because she was just so understanding. And although I wasn't at the same level of wanting, knowing what I wanted to do in life. Uh, she was very understanding of that, and uh, I would say helped me to become the man I am uh, today in hospitality and also just in life in general because of her encouraging words. And I believe that you need somebody that's in your corner, not so much of just because you are you look good or they want to take you on a date, but it's important to get to know your spouse uh, as a friend. So when times are tough, you, you know who that person is and how to approach them. And the growth level is more than just um, surface. I think that's my intro to it. Okay, let me see if I can gather everything you said. And it actually makes me think of, of course, that scripture you brought up. But um, the next one I would introduce would be iron sharpens iron. So one person sharpens another. That's what friends are supposed to do for one another. That's what friends should be for one another, right? Um, you should be in a position where you can encourage one another if necessary. You can be honest with one another when needed as well, where you don't have someone just going along for the ride or someone who is just simply always agreeing with you and saying yes when you need a no, when you need a reality check, when you need someone to tell you that you're wrong in a situation. And according to the Bible as well, of course, we're supposed to do everything with grace and love, right? If we are operating in the fruit of the Spirit, for sure, we should be acting in the, in grace and love and in love when we communicate and we're sharpening each other's iron. But it's essential in that respect to me because it's addressed in the Bible. It's addressed a few times in the Bible, as you've heard of one um, scripture from him and then this one as well. Um, we definitely, let me back up and say, we definitely did start off in a friendship. Uh, I won't say that just the, the friendship alone lasted for a while. 
um, prior to us dating, but I'm definitely of the experience or had the experience and background of having had platonic, several platonic relationships prior to us dating. So that wasn't foreign for me, but it was a foreign concept to you per se. You weren't familiar with that being a possibility. Um, Do you want to expound on that? Well, I I just, I guess coming out of high school and actually in the senior year, just didn't see girls and boys being friends. I thought they were girlfriends and boyfriends instead of just friends. That didn't change until I met you and I had the opportunity to just get to know you again from a friendship standpoint. I think definitely you had an up in that area because you already had male friends. So you were a great friend to me. And then I was seeing it in real time, if you will. And then from that, I was able to really talk to some of the guys that you were friends with. And they they talked about how, how great a friend you were. And so I think it's one thing to think that a person is a friend, but to hear it from others. I believe that's really the, the telltale. And um, I, I think, <laughs> you know, just talking to some of those guys, I think of... Uh, Golden Girls song, that theme song. Um, the third third stanza there is, uh, your heart is true and you're a pal and a confidant. And I think that's really what they talked about most of, you know, you were somebody that they could trust and whatever they told you, they knew it was in confidence and you supported them in the good, bad, and the ugly. And to see that on a level from a person that I was in love with uh, talking to other guys. It was like, wow, I didn't see her this way. And my entire thought of having friends uh, of the other sex was, it was changed. And I was, I was really dumbfounded by it because I had never seen it before. And so it was impressive uh, to see you be that individual and not only you be that individual but to hear the words of people saying that hey she is something Uh, so it's not to me it's not so much to just brag on you tonight but it it really changed my heart uh, to hear from others and then what they said uh, then translated into my relationship and my friendship with you then I, I bared witness of saying, okay, this girl is the truth. Uh, she's a real friend and she she's going to be there through thick and thin. And I can not only grow to love this girl, but I need a friend like this on my side. That's, that's in my corner too. So I'll segue, I, I think that's a segue towards... How essential do you feel or did you feel it was to have a friendship with someone you were dating? I think it's, I think I said this at the beginning, but I I feel that it's paramount. Uh, Because again, without a true friendship, uh, you're really just kind of going through the motions. And when something tough 
or you all have a disagreement. Right, right. Yeah, you did. So, and I agree with that. So that makes me think of um, a friend or two or several, a time or two where we've talked, you know, and there may have been situations where they did not have a, they were going through a rough spot or rough patch in their relationship or things were just spiraling or it was ending. And for me, what was important and I always brought up was how they were as friends. And a lot of times they didn't see their mates as friends. They were just there, as you stated before, a boyfriend or girlfriend or, you know, the opposite sex for whatever purpose of husband, wife or whatever. Right. Um, and so it, was, it, it kind of became my understanding years before, I think early in our marriage, if not before, that sometimes you find and have a tendency to treat your friends better than your loved ones. You have a tendency to look out more for your friends. And you think about it, sometimes when people invite their friends over, they do a little more than they would for their sister, brother, cousin who's coming to visit or who's already there. Um, there's a more of a consideration, a compassion when they're dealing with that friend. And when you can have both of those assets, if you will, in a person that you love, specifically a spouse, because mm-hmm. we can take it from dating, which I feel is essential there. It should be built there because you need that foundation. You're not always going to have moments of feeling in love and wearing rose colored sunglasses and There may be times when you don't know if you like each other. There may be times when you are hitting a rough patch. There may be times where life is just hitting hard and you're not in the mood for, you're not even thinking about the romance of your relationship. You just need a friend. You just need someone to bounce ideas off of. You just need someone to be able to be vulnerable with regarding something totally irrelevant to a relationship, a romantic relationship. And it just adds icing and, as the children say, sprinkles and nuts and all the extra things on top when that person is your spouse, when that person is someone you love. Um, So in my perspective, that's essential to start off with. And that because of my perspective of the friendship needing to be a foundation, they will probably think twice when they think about something that may be offensive to their spouse as opposed to their their friend. I hope I didn't say that backwards and you guys got that. Um, you know, we do just have a tendency to do that. There's There are times when we just interact with people differently outside of our home than we do inside of our home. Don't believe it? Just take an introspective look or ask your friends versus your relatives. And they will say, oh, you treat whoever differently or better or whatever the case may be. So I'll stop there um, and just say, you know, initially, absolutely for me, I agree that friendship is essential Friendship is definitely essential in a marriage because you're not always, you're doing life with that person Mm -hmm. and life breeds, just think about your life as a single person. That stuff doesn't necessarily go away, right? Mm -hmm. You still may have work and bills and things of that nature. 
and to have someone with you along that journey as a friend who's also a lover. Yeah, I agree uh, 100%. I also thought about the relationship between Jonathan and David uh, when it comes to a friendship. I thought it was a true, authentic friendship uh, because uh, this takes place in 1 Samuel 17, right after David kind of slays the, the giant of Goliath. Um, and then it talks about it in, in chapter 18 that Jonathan and David became friends. And, of course, Jonathan's father uh, was King Saul. And mm-hmm. He liked David very much. And David began to gain favor with him and even favor with the people. And once King Saul became jealous of David, Jonathan, even though he was a son of the king, he stuck with David and warned David and told David of uh, his dad's intent. And I think that part of it really shows that sometimes we say or you hear that blood is thick in the water. But uh, this friendship proved to be um, different from that. Because I feel in Jonathan's heart, he simply felt that, you know what, he made a promise to David to be his friend. And uh, although things were different uh, with his father and he had become jealous, it didn't stop David's love for him and his friendship for him. And I think that's what happens in relationships sometimes uh, when when your spouse, uh, when you don't know them in the way that you should, you can hear something about them uh, that may be contrary. Mm-hmm. And when you don't know that particular thing, are you really ready to stand up and, and take uh, the side of your spouse? And I think when you don't know the spouse, you, you're you wary. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't know which side to take. But if you're spending time and getting to know those small things, uh, you're able to defend them on any hand and whoever comes against the relationship. And, and it should be this way anyway, right? Uh, whoever comes against your relationship that you all should stand up. But when you know your spouse, like, you know, my wife would never say that or my husband would never do that. I think that's important. Uh, it just kind of gives you just a little bit more in in your bag or your tool belt of just growing with one another. And, and as you do that, I believe that the relationship not only grows stronger, uh, but then you get into, hey, my husband or my wife will defend me uh, because they know who I am. I agree. I agree. I, um, it makes me think of the scripture, a friend or, um, yeah, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Mm-hmm. You want to have someone yeah. like in that case with Jonathan and David, right? I believe Jonathan was just kind of like the truth is the truth. Yeah. It says in the Bible as well, the truth crushed to the ground shall rise so he knew his dad wasn't right and he knew where his loyalty needed to be it didn't change his love for his father but he knew that truthfully speaking um, this isn't right and if I am a friend I'm going to do what is right first in spite of whatever else may be going on Uh, and that for me kind of segues to the next one in Galatians six and two the previous one was from proverbs 17 17 but 
Galatians 6 and 2 says, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Well, the law of Christ ultimately is love. That's like the, the paramount. That's the number one thing, right? We learned that in shucks before we probably even went to preschool and stuff, right? Treat your neighbor as you want to be treated. Treat someone else the way you want to be treated because that exemplifies love. You don't, it's not likely that someone is born not loving themselves. So you start to teach them immediately, you know, do right by yourself the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. That's the same way you should treat other people. Well, when a life partner, your spouse is going through things, right? And as your friend, you have that security that not only are they there as your spouse, but they're there as your friend. They may not like you. Y'all may be going through a rough patch as a husband and wife. But as a friend, you have that foundation still to mm-hmm. fall back on to know that they have your back. That, okay, I'm mad at him about whatever the case may be. But about this situation right here in public, I got his back. And when we get back to the house, we'll handle whatever it's dealing with and causing issues as it relates to our marriage. That's the type of relationship. That's the type of foundation you want to ensure that you have. Because, again, the romance and stuff will eventually leave, right? We're not guaranteed our looks and our um, our physique. And we're not guaranteed all of the different faculties that we are operating on um, and the different strengths, right? If we are blessed to grow old with someone, then certain things will start to wane. Certain things will become more difficult to do. And when you're not able to do those things, you want to know that there's someone still, still around, willing to be around, not just because they have to be there, but because they want to be there for their friend, because they want to be there um not out of obligation, mm-hmm. you know, where some people feel that's the case after a certain period of time, but they genuinely love this person and love them as a spouse and love them as a friend. And they want to ensure that their friend is being well taken care of and that their friend is not left to wonder, you know, if they're going to be alone mm-hmm. going through certain situations, young, old, um, whatever the case may be. I believe that's why it's so essential. I'll stop there and see. Okay. So, um, if you didn't get it, our key that we plugged in here was that friendship is important. Friendship is not only important, it's essential, we believe, to building a lasting relationship, but not just building a lasting relationship to building a relationship. You can't build a friendship without communication. Right, and, and com- friendships come through honest communication, transparent communication. Also, from that friendship that you build together, before you all can really get in depth with that romance, what comes along with that friendship? Think about your platonic friends that you had. And if you've had difficulty with platonic friends, think about your same-sex friends, right? Those people are your friends for several different reasons. But one reason you can probably take into your mind is just taking a second and, oh, what do I like about them? Or a memory that comes up in your mind when you think of a friend, it's going to be about something fun that you all have shared together, something fun that you all have done together. And with a friendship that is being built, that may be going down the road of, or towards the road, or however you want to say it, of um, a romantic relationship, 
fun has taken place, right? You have fun memories. You are starting to communicate in ways through fun as well that's strengthening that bond. And now you're building other um, steps, if you will, or as our conferences theme says, level up, right? So you're building extra levels to your relationship, extra levels to your marriage where you can fall back on great memories. You can fall back on great laughs. You can have laughs in your pocket where after a while you look at each other and you know what each other's thinking in a public situation. Those are the types of things that you are starting to build because without the friendship, without the fun, it's very likely you're going to have a hard, you're going to find romance to be easy. I can't think of one relationship where people have fallen in love and they did not have fun with that person prior to, right? It wasn't just a matter of, oh, I met this person and we had a great time. Yeah, but there was some communication that took place and something that took place over time where you all are now connected to one another a little bit more, more attracted to one another because you've gotten a chance to know each other. And that's why it's important to do that in your marriage so that you can fall back on those times of, I need this friend to just have this deep conversation with. And now I need this friend to just laugh with. Okay, now we're going to turn some of that stuff off. And maybe you just need your spouse in a particular moment with some other things disconnected or some other things connected. Um, But having that friendship is definitely what will make a solid foundation for your, your marriage. And it should be maintained. It should definitely be maintained. Speaking from a professional um, perspective. I've seen so many couples get a divorce and they, the divorce brings about a very ugly side. It brings about a very ugly side for many different reasons. But one thing that I hear a lot of times in that, and you would hear would be people saying, I didn't believe, I can't believe they act, they're acting this way or who did I marry or why are they acting like this? Like, Oh my gosh, I'm in so, you know, just in awe of the way that this person is acting, the spouse that they once loved, the spouse that they can't believe they fell in love with, right? Because they're reacting in such an ugly and negative way. And I believe that's because over time they allowed the friendship to strain. Mm -hmm. They allowed the friendship to, something to cause a rift in that friendship. Like I said before, there are not always going to be moments where you're feeling lovey-dovey or whatever, right? But when you still have that friendship, you can rekindle that romance. When you're just focused on being friends, you're making it an earnest effort to now detach yourself from someone you were in love with. You're still in that same environment. You're making an earnest effort to not try anymore, and just make it a platonic friendship. But when you are definitely friends, it's going to be hard not to see the good in that person. It's going to be hard not to see positive things going on. And so it's in my perspective, and as I stated, professional experience, they had allowed a period of time where they were no longer connecting even as friends. They were no longer communicating even as friends. And if you think about it, a lot of those people just stopped communicating altogether. They stopped communicating, if not altogether, to the extent of nothing more than what we have to talk about. 
so that they can ensure the disconnection. So yes, by the time you, you're in the attorney's office, you are confused about who you married. And you are frustrated by what's going on. Yeah. Because you no longer wanted to and made efforts to treat each other as friends, but now are starting to look each other, look at each other in the sense of being enemies. Yeah, I, I love that that you talked about how relationship or friendships decrease over time or can, and then you end up getting to that point of saying, you know, who are they? I believe that there's always a good time to become friends with your spouse. So just because you guys didn't start off as friends, um, I was just looking at a quote from Bill Watterson. He said, things are never quite as scary when you got a best friend. Again, things are never quite as scary when you got a best friend. You will go through some tough situations in your relationship, your marriage, and there will be some difficult times, but when you have a person that believes not only in you, but um, that will support you in those difficult times, it makes the situation less stressful, less scary. Um, You're able to, I feel, really kind of rebuild quicker because of the support that was shown to you. And I can speak from personal experience. I lost my father right about two and a half years ago. Um, And it was one of the scariest moments in my life. However, my wife, I I really believe she prayed on how to handle uh, the communication. But what she did for me was show me true friendship and giving me the space and time that was necessary to grieve uh, in order for me to be whole for her uh, in the future. And I think that part of it, uh, death can be so straining on our lives and in our minds and in our hearts. Um, And when you don't have a person that knows who you are, that can support you in the way that you need to be, the way that you need to be supported at that moment. Um, it can be a strain on the relationship. It can be a strain on the marriage. And I can say that uh, God blessed me with you, and the love that you showed me was not only incredible, but you showed true friendship of just space and checking in on me. And I I think that's, that goes to where we're living in this space now of mental health. It goes to suicide and uh, it goes to all of those different things. I've heard it said, check on your strong friends, right? And um, it's important that you check in with your spouse and You don't know that they're going through something if you don't understand who they are. And so it's important for you to just sit down and get to know them or whether that's to play a game or, um, of course, you know, the just ask questions of one another or look up a game on Google or wherever. So you can understand more about who you've married, 
understand more about who you're going to marry if you're not married or just your friend in general uh, so you can build upon that where you all can speak to the difficult times or speak to the happy times they're going to come but it's important of how you and your friend handle those times right and I think that goes back to you first saying and quoting the scripture about um, to be a friend you must first prove yourself or to have a friend you must first prove yourself friendly and you can't be in a relationship expecting someone to give something to you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Always giving something to you that you're incapable of giving or you're mm-hmm. not making an a- effort towards giving, yeah. right? Yeah. You're going to go through situations. That's what life requires. That's yeah. what the Bible guarantees that um, <clears throat> man born of a woman is full of trouble. Trouble. His, his life is going to be full of trouble, right? And so the only guarantee is that God will be there and see us through it and and show compassion and all of that. And in doing so, he allowed us to have the gift of friendship. And knowing that you're going to go through certain situations, it's it's reassuring. It's comforting to know that there's somebody that may be there for you when you need them to be. But you also have to be in a position where you're able to be there as well, right? Excuse me. So you need to be able to understand those times. And there are going to be times when you don't understand. You don't know what else to do. And you do need to just pray so that you can ensure that you're there for that person the way that you need to be. But make sure you are being friendly. And the best way to do that is asking that spouse what that means to them. How can you show your support? How can you show yourself friendly to them in situations where they're not thinking twice about date night and intimacy beyond just basic communication or work or sex or finances or anything like that. They just need a friend and you need to be able to be there for them in that way. And I think not being able to be there for someone in that way or your spouse in that way, it can very much very well open up a door that you're not looking forward to having been open, right? Because people are always willing to quote unquote lend an ear or a talk. And when you need that, when you're yearning for that communication, that compassion, that understanding, or just um, someone to be there for you to vent in a way, then it can, I believe can definitely cause problems. And once again, I've seen that in professional as well as a personal aspect um yeah I'll just say personal arena if you will so be a friend be a friend to your spouse be a friend to yourself so you'll be able to communicate what's friendly for you and always seek God first in the midst of it because that's what we should do as far as being friends and in any relationship sometimes we're not able to understand how to be a friend God knows what they need yeah. when they're not able to communicate. So go to him. He created them. He knows them best, better than He know, we know ourselves. And he will guide you along the way towards the type of friend you need to be in that circumstance. So we appreciate you guys for listening to this friendship mandatory type of um, yeah. 
advice, if you will, or a suggestion on relationships, but more specifically marriages as well. Um, and I believe that's all we have this evening. You are more than welcome at any time, once again, to submit any questions or any topics that you would like to hear from us. But we'd like to ask you for a favor before we end with prayer. And that is, if you are enjoying our uh, podcast, if you just enjoyed one podcast, if you have not really enjoyed the podcast, but you think it will be helpful to someone else, follow, like, click, I think there are like three little dots somewhere on your screen um, or on your phone, share it so that this will be content that other people can access as well, that it can become one of those things that pops up a little more frequently or just comes into their view. So we appreciate you and we thank you so much for just being on this journey as usual. And we are going to close out with prayer. God, we just thank you and we praise you for friendship. God, we thank you for this time that you've given us to just talk about it. Lord, I pray that you will give couples uh, the importance of what friendship means to them, oh God, and how they should approach one another and how they should build their own communication. God, show them your will and your way for their relationship. And God, we pray that you will draw them closer together tonight. And God, we just appreciate you. We thank you for all that you're doing through Healthy and Whole Marriage Conferences, God, and even through us as your vessels. God, we pray that you will continue to lead us and guide us in your will and way. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And until next time, be healthy. Be whole. Be, be blessed. blessed. It's our prayer for each of you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.